Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. His love is the main thing. 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 I admit that I deserve death and hell. But what about it? I know the one who suffered and made satisfaction on my behalf. His name is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and where he is, there I shall be also. He's already paid the price. He's already ransomed us, made us part of his family. So our confidence is in him. It's not in ourselves. We don't have to take the bait. We don't have to sit idly by either. Jesus has spared us from eternity in hell. Because of the sacrifice he made on the cross, Whoever believes in him will spend eternity in heaven. Rejoice in that today as Pastor David continues his message on spiritual warfare and explains how Jesus' sacrifice for us can help us amidst spiritual struggle. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Acts chapter 13, as he continues his message, Spiritual Warfare. We let the doubt, we let the confusion and the uncertainty keep us from figuring it out, from getting into it. Recognize that this is the enemy, this is an attack, this is a spiritual opponent getting in your head, messing with you, and just brush it off. If you're confused, dig in and try to understand. God doesn't ask you to just blindly follow him. He actually encourages that you dig in and look. If you have questions about if God's word is true, if you have questions about the character of God, he doesn't say, don't deal with that. Don't, he doesn't say just blindly follow. He says, dig in. Try to figure it out. Test it. But a lot of times, we let the confusion keep us from ever going that far. And we think that we're, that we're being, you know, that we're being wise or that we're being cautious. And really, we're just being lazy or cowardly about it. We're not going all the way. We're not digging in. We're not willing to face the truth. So just spit the hook. Don't take the bait of the enemy and really dig in to figure out what's true. Now, another way I see these lies and accusations come at us, a lot of the way that we see the enemy get us off track a lot of times is with accusation. The Bible calls the enemy the accuser of the brethren. And the name Satan even means that. It just means the adversary. It's the opponent. He's the one who's throwing accusations. And again, a lot of times what happens with this, I find, is that so much of the time it just keeps us from really doing anything. It keeps us bound up. I'm very much one who has bought the lie of condemnation often. It's so easy for me to just get get stuck in that place of feeling, you know, I, I've got this issue and that issue, and so I'm not clean, and God could never make me clean. And really, it's doubt. Again, really, it's, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to really trust what God has said. But the trick with that accusation is a lot of times there's some truth to it, right? Sometimes 
that's not a lie. That, that may be a legitimate, I may legitimately be guilty of something. But the lie is that God can't cleanse me. The lie is that God's not going to deal with that, that God doesn't love me. I love this quote from Martin Luther, even though there's lots of stuff about Martin Luther that was opposed to the truth. This quote is really helpful, I think. He said, when the devil throws your sins in your face and declares that you deserve death and hell, tell him, I admit that I deserve death and hell, but what about it? I know the one who suffered and made satisfaction on my behalf. His name is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and where he is, there I shall be also. He's already paid the price. He's already ransomed us, made us part of his family. So our confidence is in him. It's not in ourselves. We don't have to take the bait. We don't have to sit idly by either. We don't have to just take the attacks and just kind of sit there and sulk. Look at verse 9. Saul, who is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at the sorcerer and said, O fool of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. The second thing, to notice is that we are called to war. We are called to fight. I mean, think about, this must have been such an awkward scene to like be standing, you know, six feet back and just seeing, you know, these two apostles are talking with the proconsul, some, you know, very important government men, and they're, they're standing on this side talking, and on the other side, the sorcerers like spouting lies, doing whatever, you know, talking weird incantations, whatever he was doing to oppose them, it doesn't tell us. And then all of a sudden the apostle turns and says, you son of the devil, God is striking you blind right now. And then the guy goes blind. Like how, how incredible would that scene have been to witness? And it's important to clarify that this harshness from Paul, this intensity was not out of place. Jesus did this. He called the Pharisees a brood of vipers, sons of the devil. He drove them out of the temple with whips. There's a place for intensity. There's a place for stark opposition. That's why ambulances have sirens, because sometimes you just need to be jarred out of the way. In Mark 9, 42, Jesus said that whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go to hell, into the fire that will never be quenched. That's a little bit harsh. Tie a millstone around your neck and throw it in the sea. That's a little bit harsh. Right? This is not instructions. This is a hyperbole to make a point, but Jesus is making a point. What's he saying? This is serious. God loves his children, and he doesn't take it lightly. If I'm allowing myself to cause you to stumble, if I'm getting in your way of following him, I need to take it seriously. If there's something I'm allowing in my life that gets in your way, I need to cut it off. My hand doesn't cause me to sin, right? But my pride might. I need to cut it off. And recognize the beauty here that God 
fights for you. This sorcerer was getting in the way. It says the proconsul was seeking to be taught, and this sorcerer was getting in the way. So God just put a stop to it. Your father will make sure you know him if you want to know him. He will make sure. He said nothing can stop the creator. And you need to know that if you're getting in the way of others, if you're giving the enemy ground in your life, that he says you're making yourself almighty God's enemy. He says he resists the proud. He will resist you if you get in the way. But at the same time, recognize that this correction from God, this striking the sorcerer blind was a kindness. It sounds, it, from our sometimes kind of short-sighted perspective, it can seem really harsh. But this was the man's eternal soul. Elimus's, the sorcerer's eternal soul on the line. So God confronted it. In 2 Peter 3.9, God says that he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He confronted the man's blindness by his spiritual blindness, by temporarily striking him physically blind with a clear explanation of what was happening. It wasn't like the guy had to figure out, why did I go blind all of a sudden? Like He was just shouted at in the street by the apostle, making it really clear. This is God doing this to you because you are perverting the way of truth. He'd just been standing there hearing the gospel the whole time. These guys have been sharing the gospel. He knew what to do. And consider who was delivering the message. Paul had himself been an opponent of the truth. Even more severely than Elimus. Elimus was a sorcerer getting in the way. Paul murdered people. He says he compelled people to recant. He was a terrorist murdering families for following Jesus. He knew what it was to be a son of the devil perverting the way of truth. And God confronted him by blinding him for a time. I mean, nobody could empathize better, right? Of all humanity, who could empathize better here? Who, could, who would be better to deliver this message than Paul? Paul knew exactly where Elimus was at in some sense, and he, he dealt with it. And it's important to recognize that that kind of harshness can be love. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. 
If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.